sponsors of Ramsey Solutions. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with best-selling author George Camel, answering your questions. So give us a call at 888-825-5225. All right, let's hit the phones, George. Let's hit it. Let's go straight to it. Let's go to Tori in Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, Tori, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. How can we help? Well, I have some, well, I need some advice on what you all would suggest my husband and I do to pay off our debt. Um, my husband is currently working two full-time jobs and going to school. Um, so we are making the most we have ever made. However, we are both miserable because he's never home, and I have taken on the majority of the housework with our children, um, and I also work. So my question is, do we power through like we're currently doing um, to pay off our debt quicker? Or would you suggest that he scales back on his work? We buckle down tighter on our budget and pay off the debt, which might take a little bit longer. Okay. How much debt is left? We have 75000 Okay. And how much are you guys making currently with him working two jobs, you working a full-time job? We bring home an average of ten thousand a month. Okay. What kind of debt is the seventy-five? We have two car loans, um, a home equity loan, two credit cards, and then one student loan for him. But it is deferred at this time. But it is included in that that seventy-five thousand. Okay. What's he going to school for? Uh, to, he's a nurse practitioner. Oh, okay. So when is that over? That schooling? Two and a half. Two and a half years. Wow. Okay. He's working two full-time jobs while becoming an MP? Yes. This man's impressive. So he is. He is a firefighter, so he actually does 24-hour shifts. Goodness. On his days off, he teaches at our community college. He teaches the nursing classes. So by the time he gets home, he is exhausted. So it really has affected our whole lives, our marriage, yeah. our children, our health. Sure, um, sure. What's the current trajectory? If you keep all of this in your life, how soon will you be out of debt? That is a good question. So we recently have not been great with our money. So we recently, just January 1, started working with a Dave or with a Ramsey coach on our budget. Um, so we've, we've completed baby step one. Um, so I'm not, I would think within probably... 18 months, maybe. How much are you throwing at the debt total, including extra payments? Well, we've just hit baby step one. Yeah, so Tori, so you guys have been working this much. Where was the money going? Out the window. So did you increase your lifestyle as he took on the extra jobs? I mean, we did. So we we bought the two vehicles. I would sell these these cars. I don't know what they're worth and what you owe on them, but that feels like a better sacrifice than losing your husband right now. Sure. I'd yeah. rather. Yeah. What? What is? What are, what are the car numbers for us, real well, quick? That, so my I have my vehicle. Um, we owe about twenty three on it. Okay. I recently looked at what it was worth because I was considering selling. Upside it, down, probably. It's about yeah, about about two thousand dollars upside down. It's about twenty one. Oh, okay. Which I could do private stuff. So it's not huge. Okay. Now my my poor husband, he purchased a truck, and it is he. He, it is the worst worst thing we've ever purchased. It is the worst lemon ever. He doesn't even feel comfortable selling it to anybody. So he's just kind of driving it around as little as he can. How much is it? 
he we owe um, sixty eight hundred on that. Okay. Okay, that's. But you think it's worth about that if you're lucky or what? Oh, he doesn't even think we could get that out of it. Okay, so Tori, how long? Sorry, how long have you guys been on the schedule, the ninety hour a week schedule? He's about two and a half years. Okay, well, so, so why, Tori, I'm, I'm a little bit confused because usually when we talk to people on this show, just in this perspective, they're working two, three jobs. They're going crazy because they're putting extra money to the debt. They're doing it for a reason. Why did you guys choose to do this lifestyle two and a half years ago, working-wise? I think we were just, you know, we weren't good with our money at that point. Okay. And so it's just to keep your life like, afloat. Yeah, just to keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, because what I would say, Tori, is that this level of sacrifice, we've seen people do it and they do it for a period of time, maybe not, maybe not two years, but you know, a good six, nine months. And then maybe they take a break for a little bit, then bring on an extra job to get out of debt, right? They're doing all this for a purpose. So if that was the case, there's a part of me that would say, okay, um, you know, if someone was calling in and they hadn't done it yet, but they're like, we're looking into this. If we just power through for two years, we could get all this cleaned up. Like, I, I feel like I would be like, yes, yes, yes. You guys have been mm-hmm. doing it for two and a half years just to keep your lifestyle afloat, which obviously is more of a lifestyle than what you were, you know, expecting because you guys went into debt for it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want you, I don't, I don't want 90 hours a week to be the norm on how to just support your life, right? Like that's not, I don't want you calling us two and a half years term. from now being like, well, we still have 75 in debt and he's still doing this. So we need an end game here. And that's what we're trying to show you. And based on math, if you bring 10 home a month, you said, can you put five of that toward debt? Because that would get you debt free in 15 months. And like, like live on nothing, Tori, like nothing. So, I, yes, we could. I did like our, what our four walls um, yeah. payments would be. And it was about 4,000, 35, okay. Perfect. So that okay. means there should be in a perfect world, $6,500 of take home pay left to throw at debt mm-hmm. with minimum mm-hmm. payments plus extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once you do that math with the debt snowball calculator, you should be debt free in a year. Yeah. I can do about anything for a year. You're calling us though two and a half years after all of this. So you guys are exhausted. Like two and a half years yeah. of nine. I mean, like that's, it's not sustainable long-term, right? That's how you guys are doing it. It's not. And I wouldn't recommend that long-term yeah, for anybody. The second full-time job, would it just take an extra year? Because I'm okay with that if this takes two years for you guys to clean up and you survive it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's the deal, Tori. I'm like, you guys have to be so committed to this process because if you're not, you will look up in two years and hadn't made much of a, a dent in this if you're not like really committed to that process, you know? And maybe you guys stay on Tori through, through the summer and maybe in the fall he, he pulls back, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be today, but you guys kind of do a game plan and just say, but, but we understand like we're, we're parents, we're human. Like we know that it takes a lot of sacrifice and we don't want your mental health to be an issue. You know, we, we don't want um, this idea that parents are just workaholics and they're far away, but but people do all the sacrifice and do what you're doing for a goal of becoming debt free, so that they don't have to do this anymore, right? So, um, so there's a reason for the sacrifice, and we're all for that. But you guys have been doing it for two and a half years, and you haven't made any progress. So my fear is if you if you kind of pull back from the work side, uh, you know, have, have your money habits really changed. So I would just um, Yep. 
tell you guys, if you can do it for a little bit longer and maybe bring in some of that income and then really get into the habit of budgeting, living on nothing, putting money. And once that habit really is instilled, then maybe you pull back a little bit from work knowing it's going to take you a little bit longer because I don't want you guys uh, yeah, to be suffering Just for too long. That's right. Yep. But you guys got this, Tori. You can do this. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. One of the principles that we really push people towards is savings. So whether you're saving for an emergency fund, saving up for a down payment on a home, for a purchase, buying a car, vacation, and where to put that savings is a question, George, I feel like I get a lot on social media and different it's things. probably the number one question yes. I get in the DMs is, yep. what's a good high-yield savings account? You guys talk about this. So we're going to talk about what a high-yield savings account is. And the pros the punch, and cons. You just went to the punchline. Oh, was, uh, I ruined here, here, it. Back up, back up. Finish. All right, go again. Back <clears> up 10 <throat> seconds. So people always ask, George, you know, on social media, where should I save this money? Should I save it, you know, in a, just Under a savings a account? Do I invest it? What, you know, a, there's high yield savings accounts. There's money market accounts. Like there's all these places. Do I, yeah, do I invest it into the market? What do I do? And one of the places we always talk about investing is? A high yield savings account. Oh. Oh, that's right, George. We'll Why edit don't that you in post. Tell us Note to the more producers. about that. <laughs> I, I'm just so excited. It's you one of the things I love the most. Couldn't wait to talk about an old yeah. high yield savings account. But we, no, we it's call a great them spot. HYSAs or HISAs I, for short. No. No, no one calls them that. Oh, it's gosh. fine. God bless. So this is just literally a high interest savings account. The, they're generally online banks because the brick and mortar banks can't afford to dole out as high of a rate because they've got a lot of overhead to pay for. That's right. So uh, traditional savings accounts average about 0.35% on savings, but plenty of high yield savings accounts offer rates of over four, even over 5%, which is amazing. Yes, yeah, it's been incredible. And even when all the rates, mortgage rates, you know, everything has gone up, debt, all the things, Silver lining, we, we savings saw rates go up. We saw the other side, yeah, savings rates go up and, you know, you earn more interest. And so that's what we really found. And Winston and I, we have a high-yield savings account. We have one for our money market and one just for short-term savings that we just put put money in. And, and, and I love it, again, because you obviously get a high rate of return for a savings account, right, compared to a traditional savings. Uh, it's really safe. Uh, you can get your money out anytime. For some accounts, you have a limited number of transactions you can do per month, so you can't use it as just like a full-on checking account. Uh, but you can; it's pretty easy to access. And um, yeah, we use Ally. Yep, I use guys? one called Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Okay. Again, okay. we don't have a Ramsey partner advertiser in this space, but these are just the ones we personally yep. use, so we can tell you at least that much. And the key is to do your research on these. 
I don't trust the ones that are offered by credit card companies or Apple, which makes you have a Apple credit card to use uh, their savings account or Capital One or one of these companies, the big banks. Yep. And so while these are huge companies, you know, Marcus by Goldman Sachs and Ally, I have not noticed they've been marketing debt products or using my information to sell yeah, me those that's products. Fair. That's, that's fair. That's a key here. Yeah, we would say, though, this is not a place to park your money long term, right? So investing... Don't mix uh, it up. Savings is not investing. That's right. Two Even different things. Even if you're getting some interest. Yeah, and I always say, George, my rule of thumb is kind of that five-year mark. Is that yours or yeah. is yours shorter, longer? What yeah, do you think? I'd say depending on the situation, three to five plus years is that's, I'm going to invest that money versus parking it. Yep. But, you know, home down payment, what worries me, Rachel, people want to invest their down payment. And I go, yeah, but three years from now, what if the market took that dip at the when worst wanted- time when you want to buy that house? Yes, yes. The 50 grand turned into 40 grand all of a sudden. So yep. that's risky. But a good example of this, let's say you are going to buy a house and you have $10,000 saved in a high yield savings at 5%. Well, over the course of 12 months in your sleep, you're going to make $500. Mm-hmm. And if you have 100000 doing the math at 5%, that's $5,000 over the course of 12 months that you would gain. And a good th- point, Rachel, here is that income is taxable. People don't realize that. Now, it's not the end of the world to get taxed on 500 bucks or 5000 bucks. Right, but, but the interest that you're that. accumulating, yeah, that's this a This is great not point. free money. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, and and the emergency fund specifically, you guys, um, that three to six months, like this is a great place to park that. And while we say it's not an investment, you want to be able to get to it quickly. So your your worry on that is not, oh my gosh, am I making a high rate of return? It's really just the idea that it is cushion. I can get to it if I need it. Something big comes up, a job loss or a medical emergency. But while you're at it, you might as well put it in something that's low risk and still make something, right? So versus just putting it in a traditional savings account. But it, yeah, high yield savings account's great. But remember, your emergency fund is insurance, not an investment. This is money that's made to protect you. It's not made to make you more money. So don't be freaked out if you're not getting a certain interest rate. At the end of the day, it's not going to be life-changing. That's right. But I think it's a great option. And right now, it's the highest rates I've seen. When my wife and I were saving up for a house, interest rates on savings accounts were 2%. I was jumping for joy. Yes, Because totally. of all the free money we were getting from this 2%. <laughs> so now that it's 5% or more, yeah. goodness gracious, I have a lot of, you know, it's a great time to be saving up for things because of that reason. That's right. Exactly. Yep. And you guys, the way to find savings, one of the best things you can do is be budgeting. Making sure you see, okay, here's my income, here's everything. And when we talk about, you know, giving, saving and spending and what that looks like and, and to really be intentional with putting money aside, letting that be a habit. And so if you have never budgeted before, maybe you are a budgeter, I really recommend downloading every dollar. It really is the best way. Um, There's a savings category on every dollar. So yes, you can kind of yep. automate that and go, all right, we're going to do a direct transfer from our pay- paycheck or bank account to our savings account every month. And yeah. the budget will help you track that. And it's all right there. Yep. So every dollar is amazing for budgeting and to get you in a position to be able to say, yeah, we actually can find margin here and save some money. Again, for whether it's a car, vacation, down payment, emergency funds, a high-yield savings account, it's a great place to park that short-term To make savings. sure they are FDIC insured or NCUA if it's a credit union. That's a good point to call out. So when yeah. you're on the website, which the ones we mentioned are, but you want to yeah. make sure that it's insured. Uh, I think it's up to $250,000 per depositor. Mm-hmm. So that's right. pretty sweet. It's good. All right, let's go to the phones. We have Aiden in Dallas. Hey, Aiden, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. How can we help? Uh, I'm just I'm getting ready to purchase a new truck. I'm just trying to figure out what. Truck, yeah. Oh, George what, loves a truck, Aiden. Really, uh, 
how much I can really afford when it comes to being a truck, buying a truck or would be smart. All okay. right. How much you make a year, Aiden? Uh, this year, I will gross anywhere in between from 95 to about 115 Okay. Amazing. And what debt do you have? Uh, my, tr- my current vehicle will be paid off in about two months. I owe about 300 to my Mac dealer and a little little under 500 to my Cornwell dealer. Okay. And how much do you have and in savings those, to buy the truck? Uh, I have about eight, but that's, I'm trying not to touch that so I can keep on growing that for a uh, down payment on a house. 8,000? Yes, I plan on trading in my uh, current vehicle. Okay. Trading in for another, like a truck with a payment on it? Yes. What I'm kind of truck are you going to buy? I'm still trying to build my credit. What, what was that? What truck are you looking to buy? I'm looking to buy a 2500 or a 3500 diesel. What year? Uh, early, 2000, early 2010s to uh, late 2010s. Okay. And what is that going to cost, you think? Uh, it um, all, all depends. Anywhere... I can get the trucks I'm looking at. I could get one for anywhere between about 20 to 40. Okay. That's a big range. Well, Aiden, you're probably not going to like our answer. If you listen back to this call, Aiden, you're going to hear that you have a lot of priorities right now, don't you? Yes. You're trying to pay off debt. You're trying to buy a house. You're trying to get this truck. And I found that when people are doing too many things at once, they don't really make progress on any of them, and it usually leads to poor financial decisions. And right now, you can turn the ship around pretty quick. I mean, making a hundred grand, yeah, and you've got what a few thousand in debt left. Uh, yeah, not much. And so we can clean up all of your debt within three or four months. Yes. And in, in fact, you have $8,000 right now you could use to pay off the car and pay off all of your debt. You could be debt-free today. Yes. And that would leave you with how much in savings still? A few thousand? Yeah, a few thousand. There you go. So that's going to be your starter emergency fund. Yeah, that'll be your starter okay. emergency fund, aid. And, and then whatever ca- whatever cash you have beyond that, you can put with the truck you're going to trade in and you only are going to buy a truck that you can pay for no more payments because debt is stealing this income and especially with a car you are taking a loan out and paying interest on an asset that's going down in value mathematically it is not a smart move Aiden so I would stick with the truck you have pay it off drive that for a while save up and pay cash for your next six months from now you're going to be able to save up and pay cash for it yep don't let the bank steal all your income Aiden don't give them payments Hey guys, it's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry, but I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. So one of the things we love to do around here, George, is put on events. We love a good live event. We love a good and live event. Our team is really good at them. Yes. 
some of the best events in the country. And sometimes we're out traveling to different cities. But this time, George, we're going to do one in our backyard here at Ramsey Solutions up on the hill in our new event center. And we are doing the Total Money Makeover Weekend, you guys. This is going to be a full weekend on May 10th and 11th. And we are going to help people when it comes to the subject that we talk about all the time, which is money. So actually the night before on the 10th, George and I, we may or may not be doing a live recording of Smart Money Happy Hour, our podcast. So you can come and participate in that. And then an all-day event that next Saturday with all the Ramsey personalities. And it's going to be really fun. We're going to talk through, obviously, the baby steps and different parts of your money and your life. And we're going to do lots of Q&A as well. We find that people, you know, have whether it's specific situations or even, you know, just the generic problems that we all run into when it comes to money. Uh, but to be able to have conversations with you guys throughout the weekend is really important to us. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. Early bird tickets are only ninety nine dollars, only for a limited time. And if you want to get the best deal on tickets, again, this is it. So go ahead and buy your buy your seats, buy your tickets because we only have twenty four hundred available. And so you can do that at ramseysolutions.com slash events. Love it. People come from all over the country, even the world, to come to these events, which is so amazing. So go. Start budgeting for the travel and transportation and lodging and all the fun stuff. And Nashville is a great place to just to hang out. So yeah, extend your trip and enjoy it while you're here. RamseySolutions.com slash events, May 10th and 11th. Looking forward to that. Yes. Love to hang out with you guys. All right. Up next, we have Sarah in Charlotte. Hey, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so my question uh, for you guys is uh, currently my husband and I are renting an apartment Um, for about 32% of our uh, net income. And in order to get closer to that 25%, we have to move to a low-income house, like a low-income community. And I'm not sure uh, if that's wise, you know, because sometimes uh, crime is higher in low-income communities. Um, I just wanted to know if you guys had any takes on whether we should jump from our 32 to 25% by finding a cheaper apartment in a low-income community or what you think. Well, I appreciate your intensity for the plan, but that 25% is really a guideline and it's not a <laughs> set in stone. If you're at 26, time to move, bucko. So I don't think this is on fire. You guys sound like you're doing a good job paying attention to every dollar. And my assumption is your income will go up over the next year, Correct. Um, potentially, uh, my husband put in some applications to become a police officer and it could potentially go up a little bit, but he, it's going to stay about the same. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would say Sarah, I mean, obviously we don't want, you know, you in a situation that maybe you feel unsafe or whatever, you know, it may be for you. Um, I mean, yeah, you want to be able to find a place that, that you feel good at. And I would say too, that, um, you know, just because a situation is different doesn't always, you know, make it bad, right? And so um, I think there can be some places that you may overlook because of just the thought of, oh, gosh, you know, the high crime or whatever it may be. But to really do your research and, and, and dig in, because there's parts of cities, you know, that may be lower income, but they're great neighborhoods and great people and all of it. So I would I would do my due diligence to really look and see. Um, I mean, ultimately, I want you to feel safe. I mean, I think that's a, that's a, that's a fair value to have in life. Um, uh-huh. But also, you know, to, 
to maybe look at, yeah, maybe our life, maybe we, where we are, though, where we live will look different than maybe what we thought because of our income. And George is right. Like that 25 percent, it is a guideline there. Um, but when it starts to creep up in that 35, 40 percent of your take home pay, that's what it does. It just limits the amount of income that you can use for other things like getting out of debt and investing and all of that. So how much do you guys make in a year? Uh, we make about 55000 Okay. Just my husband works and I'm a stay-at-home mom. Oh, okay. How old are your kids? Uh, my son, he's almost two. Okay, that's great. Yep. So great. Yeah, so I mean, I think you guys talk about it. Look at the budget. Do you guys have a lot of debt? Uh, we do, but uh, luckily it's just to a family member who paid off our debt. So, Okay, how much is that? We don't have... Um, it's almost 50000 Okay, okay. And are you guys working on getting rid of that? Uh, we are, yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah, and once that's freed up, you know, that, that's going to feel you like a, a more breath of fresh air. Yeah. Is it a monthly payment you're making? Yeah, we're trying to do a monthly payment, and it's pretty low right now. Like, if we keep, right now we're only uh, trying to give about 250 a month, so that'll take us, like, 10 years to pay them off. Goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't need- do that. I would be changing something in that formula, which is probably going to be the income um, on making more. I mean... You know, and, and what's so hard, Sarah, is, um, you know, <laughs> math, it is what it is, right? And so being able to look and say, okay, this is the amount of money that we have. And so we want to be wise with it. We want to be on a very strict budget and know exactly where that's going. Um, but I also don't want this debt hanging around you guys for 10 years to a family member. And even though they're probably not charging you interest, from a relational standpoint, it's just it just gets weird over time. And so... They'll um, see you go on vacation and go, whoa, 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 they owe us money and they're going on this trip? Yeah, that's right. That's Even right. once you're out of debt. Yep. So uh-huh. I would just make a plan to pay that off more aggressively and that might mean making more income. But the point of the 25% guideline is so that you're not house poor, is so that you have more money to pay off debt. And so, again, nothing's on fire here, but I would make a plan to increase income over the next 12 months to create more margin to get rid of this debt faster. That's great. All right, up next we have Larry in Evansville. Hey, Larry, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call today. How you doing? We're doing great. How can we help? So um, I am recently found you guys, and I'm really trying hard to figure out budgeting type things. Uh, I grew up in a family that, you know, didn't really care about it, you know, and I'm trying to figure it out and I've looked at every dollar and I, I'm just overwhelmed with things. Like I try and budget and then something comes up and it's just very overwhelming. And it's just, I'm to the point of, I'm tired of, you know, living every paycheck to paycheck and, you know, the next week I'm broke and it's just hard. And I'm, I, I just need help budgeting. I need to figure out like, what, where do I start? Like, What's the problem right now when you say I feel broke? And are the are there too many bills after your paychecks show up? So what happened is, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I got I I did some bad things. I got addicted to some things after an accident I had, and you know, I I, I screwed up our family. And mm. when I did that, it made a lot of debt for my family. I'm sorry, no, you're okay. and I'm trying to get out of this, and. I, I try so hard. I work, you know, 65 hours a week. And it's just, I don't know. I, I honestly can't tell you exactly where it's going. You know, I, I am paying down the debt that I'm doing, but then also, you know, car repairs come up. Uh, my kids need something. Yeah. 
Yeah. How many kids do you have? I have three. How old are they? Uh, two, five, and eight. Wow. So you guys I'm have you, you guys have been through a, you've been through a lot, Larry, for over the last. What? How how long has this journey been for you guys? And are you sober now? Yeah, I've been I've been sober for over a year now. Okay. Uh, a great guy from Boston, you know, took me up there and helped me out. And yeah, uh, it's just the last six years before that, you know, I was working, but I'd leave the job because you know something would happen, or I wouldn't go to work, and you know I'd get behind on things, and you know I'd say, oh, I'll push this off for now, and it's all just coming back to haunt me and. I'm, I'm trying so hard to budget money. Yeah. Uh, more Larry, than so, Larry, we're coming up on a break. If you'll hold on the line, we'll come back to you, if that's okay, in our next segment, just to yeah. kind of walk through more of your story and to help you with just the overall picture, because I think budgeting for sure is a piece of it. Um, but there's a lot of life in there and possibly some debt, and we can run some numbers and kind of help you walk away with a game plan. Does that sound good? Yeah, I appreciate it. Okay, absolutely. So Don't hold on the anywhere. line. Yep, hold on the line. Hold on the line, Larry. And you guys listening and watching right now, we will be back. Welcome back. We were just talking to Larry the segment before, and he was asking us really how how do you start budgeting? What does this look like if you're just new to this process? Because it just feels like something always continues to come up. Car repair, uh, something for the kids. Yes, throughout the month. And they've walked a, a, a hard journey, um, he was telling us, with just some addiction. And he's been sober a year. And they're really trying to get in this place where they can get control of their money. Was that a good summary, Larry? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so tell me this, Larry. How much How much do you guys make in a year, just household income? Uh, so uh, my wife makes about 30 about 28 before taxes. Um, and then me, uh, you know, I just started back working about a year ago and this past year I made about 51, you know, consistent staying, you know, with the same employer. That's great. What do you do? I, I work in home health care. I work with like mentally handicapped individuals. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, something I've, I've loved for a while. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So you guys are making around, around 80, 81,000. And what debt do you guys have? Uh, so uh, we have a, a car that got repoed a couple of years ago that I, I because of me that I'm working to pay off just to, you know, get that out of there. Yeah. Um, we got my wife's car now that, you know, we had to have because we had to have reliable transportation for her. Mm-hmm. How much um, is that? How much is that? Know, um, it's about eight uh, right now. Eight thousand. Um, OK. And how much is it with yeah. that you're repaying for the, the repossession? Uh, about fourteen. Um, okay. I had bought it for about sixteen, but uh, I owed fourteen, and you know, just basically stopped paying. Yeah. Okay. So the two cars. What else? And then uh, we have uh, a combined between like just little loans that we tried to get to get by. Um, you know, and loans to family. We have about you know fifteen there. Okay. Um, you know, and then medical debt. We have about six thousand, but I'm trying to get some assistance from like their financial aid there mm-hmm. but you know that's just a process of trying to get that figured out right now for sure anything else any credit card debt uh Student so loans? that's it that's in with like the the 15 you know there's some credit cards uh which is about uh you know 1500 of it okay the rest is loans for like family little loans just here and there that you know i i thought would you know get me by to where i need to be and 
then I found you guys and, you know, realized that like there's something I'm doing wrong. And, you know, I, I finally built up the courage and then off the embarrassment that I have to, you know, call you guys and, you know, just figure it out. And yeah, uh, I'm tired of it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I think you've won probably the hardest battle. Money is nothing compared to fighting and becoming sober and walking that whole journey, Larry. So if you can do that, you can do this. Okay. So just hear me say that. It's, it's an amazing thing when people find freedom in one area of their life, it seems like it opens up the door in other areas that they, they long for that same level of peace and freedom, you know, that you've found in that part of your life. And now that's transferring to your money and money, you know, was and is possibly in the present still a stressful, a stressful place, but we want to be able to, to walk with you and, and give you just some peace for a plan, you know? And, and I think it's one of those things too, Larry, yeah. that this can, it can carry a lot of shame and a lot of guilt because the hard thing with money is that you see the numbers of the past that stay with you and you have to, you know, face those and figure out what to do. But, but just know what you've done in this last year, you can do this. Like you guys together can do this process. Is your, is your marriage in a good spot? You and your wife, are you guys on the same team? Just at least from the financial standpoint that you guys are wanting to work a plan together? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked about it a lot and, she just, you know, not the best with math. Um, so she leaves it up to me. I don't want to, you know, stress her out too much. But, yeah. you know, I, I, I talked to her about it. But I'm just uh, still okay. ashamed of it to, you know, talk too much. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, what I would suggest as we start working through the budget is I do want her to be involved. And she doesn't have to be the one that, you know is all excited about it and like gets in there every day and all the things. But I want you guys to be in a constant communication and be on the same team. Uh, Cause that's going to help with these day-to-day things. Cause if the kids pipe up and want something, there's a good chance you guys are going to look at them and say the famous words I always heard growing up. It's not in the budget. <laughs> it's not in the budget. Like there's going to be times that you guys as a family are going to have to make some hard decisions to make these numbers work um, and that's part of the process, right? That you're that you're learning how to do this and to find margin. So, so in every dollar yeah. we talk about, yeah. And as and you said, you walk through it, but your income minus those expenses equaling zero. And we have on every dollar premium, which we'll give you after this call, um, if you don't have that one already. It's our paid subscription part of every dollar. But it, what's so great is they have a payment, a paycheck planning application within it. And so what ends up happening, Larry, we find that. What's difficult is you plan out your month and you say, okay, we're going to spend, you know, 600 on groceries. And then, but then all of a sudden the, the mortgage or the rent hits, the electricity bill, like how all the bills are lined up. One paycheck of the first isn't going to cover it all. Right. And you run out of money before those bills are paid. That's and right. So it'll and it, help you figure that out. Yeah. And it feels like you're broke in that sense. And so what the paycheck planning part of every dollar does is it's able to show you, hey, we, here's where you're getting close to the red. So what can you rearrange in your budget to make sure that that paycheck goes as far as you need it to go with some cushion even till you're paid again on you know, the 15th or however often you're paid. And so that that money then is going to be able to take you through it. And then there is a goal, Larry, I would say from budgeting, at least for me, George, is that you're kind of a paycheck ahead. So you always have that cushion so instead of using the money that just hits your account, you're kind of using the money from the paycheck before even um, just to give you some breathing room to not feel like, oh my gosh, our account is getting down to zero, mm-hmm. right? And so that may take a few paycheck cycles to get in that place. But um, do you guys have any money saved at all? Do you have an emergency fund? 
No. Um, okay. You know, I, I've been trying and anytime I do it and then, you know, something comes up and. Yeah. What are I, the things that are coming yeah. up? You've mentioned that a few times. What are those kind of things? Uh, you know, just at the beginning of school year school, um, you know, my son, you know, has gained weight and lost a lot of weight and, you know, so we had to buy him a whole new, you know, wardrobe of clothes and his mother, who is not my wife currently, you know, there's just a lot of you know stuff going on there like she you know i feel like sometimes i have to replace her because she's chose other people over him and you know mm. I, I try and overcompensate I'm, I'm not gonna lie to nobody yeah and i'm trying to get past that but yeah i, I hate seeing the way he's broken because of it and yeah it's just messing with me so yeah which is very understandable i mean i i see that and we see that a lot with families that there is that overcompensation of buying things for kids or wanting that and and i'll tell you larry though at the end of the day what he needs and what he wants is is love and acceptance from the people in his life and that's you and so yeah. i mean and, and so that that is something that you you are going to have to be the adult in those situations and say you know that this toy is not going to be the thing that brings him lasting joy and acceptance and love like it's it's just not and so knowing that even though it is so easy just to run to stuff and buy stuff to make someone feel good for a moment you know there probably there will be a boundary there so so i think that there's going to be a level of discipline that you and your wife i want you to get on the same page with her and say okay you know once we do this budget it's done and the kids are going to ask stuff is going to come up and we have to say no we have to stick to this because i want you to get a thousand dollars quickly if you guys don't have any money saved even getting a starter emergency fund of $1,000, it's going to free you up. And as you go through every dollar, again, those are places where you're going to be able to say in categories, okay, we used to spend this much and not to eat. We're not doing that. And we're putting that aside here. Like you you really do sit there and take things away, lower those expenses. And then for you, if there is a way to up some income for the season, um, I think it's one of the best things that you could do just to bring in some extra money to to get that thousand dollars and then start working your way through this debt and working your way to pay this debt off. And and I mean, there there is hope in this. I mean, we get these calls yeah. all the time. And you Larry. make 80 and you owe 43. This is a very fixable problem and it might take two years, but we can get out of this. So That's right. tactical things, Larry. Yeah. Uh, you can add a miscellaneous category to the budget for some ankle biters. You can also do a, print out your bank statement, and that way we'll, you'll see a real picture of what was spent in the last few months. That's going to help with this budget as well. Yeah, and give it three months, Larry. I mean, we're in February, March, April. Give it April, May. Okay, don't give up. Keep sticking with it. But hold on the line. Austin will pick up. We're going to give you Financial Peace University, our seven-lesson course on money, and Every Dollar Premium. Uh, just to make sure that you guys um, have the, the knowledge that you need as you start this journey. We're cheering for you. This is The Ramsey Show.